Welcome to the Hendrix Podcast, where we provide a glimpse into the awesomeness of Hendrix Middle School. We will laugh, we will cry. Well, actually, I hope we don't cry. Maybe if we're laughing so hard, we might cry a little. That would be okay. Either way, let's get this thing started. There are times throughout history where a lucky, select few individuals are in the right place at the right time to witness an event that generations look back to in awe, in wonder, in wish more than anything that they were there to experience it firsthand. The invention of the light bulb, the first steps on the moon, the creation of the hot dog bun. You, my friends, are in the midst of such an event. This, right here, right now, is the first ever Hendrix Middle School Podcast. Yes, you heard it right. Could this be the one and only Hendrix podcast that will ever be created? Perhaps. We'll see how quickly I get canceled. Probably not, though. This could be the first of hundreds of thousands of Hendrix podcasts. Also, probably not. The goal is for this to blossom into a bi-weekly or even weekly podcast to keep you in the loop of Hendrix. By some ridiculous string of events, I have been given the task of launching this ship on its first maiden voyage. Is this ship a spaceship? Is this ship some sort of boat? I'm about 80% positive that it is neither. But this will be a journey, an adventure. I'm honored that you're still listening, so buckle up. Especially if you're listening in the car, definitely buckle up. If not, you should probably skip the buckle up portion. My name's Kyle Polano. I'm known around Hendrix as the third best sixth grade social studies teacher in the school. There are only three of us, if you're wondering. I'm also known as the musical artist, Happy Little Hugs. That's hugs with a Z found, of course, on all music streaming platforms. But I am most famous for hosting the soon-to-be highest-rated podcast in the universe. As I reflect, it truly was always my childhood dream to host a podcast. Now, you may suggest that podcasts didn't even exist during my childhood in the 1980s. Well, I always had a feeling that they would be invented someday. I pretty much nailed that one. So, whether you're here on purpose with some obvious tie to Hendrix Middle School, or you stumbled upon this tasty treasure by chance, who knows? You may have jumped on the internet searching for a viral video of a penguin doing the gritty. Maybe you don't even know what a podcast is. Well, you've come to the right place. I don't either, but I'm pretty sure I'm recording a podcast at this very moment. So I hope to soon figure out what I'm supposed to be doing. I'd love to say that our first guest needs no introduction. However, 
If you're randomly listening to this in Sweden because you accidentally clicked on the wrong link, you may need an introduction. So, for those in Sweden, here it goes. Our first guest on Hendrick's Middle School Podcast, first guest ever, is a gentleman that does so much at Hendrick's Middle School. At least that's what his bio says that he handed me. He is involved in a lot of things around the school, all kind of centered around student support. He's also the head coach of our very own Hendricks football team. Please welcome your best friend and mine, Coach Chuck Shadburn. Awesome. We're so glad to have you here. Um, I could suggest that your selection as the first ever guest was because you're the first person I saw walking in the hallway this morning, uh, and I offered you a cool million dollars to join me on the air. However, people that know me are aware I only have $12 to my name, and I'm currently saving up to bribe Taylor Swift to come on the show. However, you're definitely my second choice, and in fact, if Taylor eventually turns me down, I'll likely be asking you to come back and perform a short two-hour concert of her best songs. You can even put in some of your own originals if you want. So thank you so much for coming. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up? Are you from around here originally? Yeah, I am. And uh, let me say it's an honor to be here, and I appreciate you having me um, here on the podcast. Um, I grew up here in Forsyth County. Uh, I left to go to college and then then returned to Forsyth County. I'm a family guy, so had a lot of family here and um, was eager to get back and get to work in the county I grew up in. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So do you have any humans or animals that call you family? Yeah, actually I do. I have um, uh, my wife, Brittany. We've been married for 22 years now. Um, I have a son who's 17. He's a senior in high school named Charlie, a daughter that is 12, actually attends Hendricks Middle School in seventh grade. Her name is Molly. And then I have a uh, pet that calls me dad, I guess uh, mm-hmm. you could say. His name is Walker, uh, named after Herschel Walker, nice. the legendary running back for Georgia. So Nice. Full house for sure. So let's pretend I'm an important principal interviewing you for a job, and I asked, what experiences do you have in education? What would you say? And by the way, this is not a job interview. Uh, What schools, what grades have you worked with in your career? Well, that's one thing that I find interesting, others may not, about my career, is I started out in elementary school and Mm. spent uh, six years actually there working at Coal Mountain Elementary. And um, from there, I uh, was started coaching football at the high school. So it kind of seemed like a natural transition just to go to the high school. So I actually worked at the high school level for four years. And um, then from the high school level, found an opportunity to go to Otwell Middle School and um, ended up going there. And I've been in middle school now for the past, this will be 12 years. Nice. So Cole Mountain Elementary, uh, North Forsyth High School, Otwell Middle School, and now here at wonderful Hendricks Middle School. Awesome. I know myself, I did elementary for 15 years, and now that I'm in middle school, it's by far my favorite level of education, no doubt. Um, so this is the part of the podcast where we randomly choose a topic to talk about. And so to spice this up, I've built a 20-foot wheel to spin. So whatever topic it falls on, 
we will be obligated to stick with it. So for the sake of the show, I'm hoping we land on a topic that you know at least something about. If not, this conversation is going to get awkward fast. So let's see. Some of the potential topics for this week are presidential pets of the 1800s, AP calculus, Harry Styles song lyrics, and houseplants. So hopefully you know a lot about all those, right? I'm really hoping for some Harry Styles. Yeah, so there are quite a few more choices on the wheel, but I'm going to spin this. I can't pronounce most of these, so let's just hope for the best. Yikes, it landed on the topic of football. Do you know anything about this? Well, it depends on who you yeah, ask. I yeah. think I know a little bit about it. but uh, Awesome. Well, the wheel has never let us down now on this show. It's one for one. So uh, first question, what inspired you to become a coach, like particularly middle school football, like that level? Like what made you get into football? Well, my growing up, my dad uh, was my football coach when I played younger. I was always a bigger guy. So uh, football seemed like a natural fit for me, and uh, he really enjoyed it. And um, so that's kind of how I got my start in it. And I think, you know, as I went along, I kind of wanted to give some payback for all the suffering I went through and the coaching I took and and, and that kind of thing. I wanted to be in the coach's role. Absolutely. I started out in high school, and it was uh, I really enjoyed it. Met some really fantastic people uh, during during that time. But then when I had my family, as it grew, um, the high school time was a little more than I wanted to give. Right. Uh, so that led me to the middle school, and uh, so far I have really enjoyed my time doing that. And I've really met some fabulous people doing that. Uh, my middle school coaching as well. That's awesome. And I know you guys have a. a- nice staff of quite a few people helping out, right? So I do. how many of those are on the field each day in that hot sun? You guys have several, right? Yeah, we have uh, six coaches on staff yeah. right now, which is really nice. It, yeah. uh, I, I like to set it up if I can so that I don't actually have to really coach right. anything. Uh, oh, yeah. I uh, got my daughter out with me as a manager, and I, I'll never forget her first day helping out as we were leaving. She said, Dad, I never realized how little you actually coach. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's definitely a good observation there. You got caught. Uh, How do you approach coaching middle school students differently compared to like high school or college athletes? It's a little, definitely um, another level of patience. You have to understand, like you've said, that um, what level they're at, what they can retain, what mm-hmm. they can actually do, and you, you you do you try to always stay true to the fundamentals of football and not change it, but you do have to adapt and understand that uh, some of the things they're not physically able to do yet. Absolutely. So, what are the core values and principles that you try to instill in your players, both on and off the field? We talk a lot about um, about being high character guys and, and you know commitment is one thing that really stands out to me uh, football mm-hmm. is is not for everybody it's tough we practice in the heat like you said earlier at all times of the day mornings evenings um, so you really have to commit and, and I think that's important uh, in any area of your life you can carry that with you um, if you'll commit to something and show up every day yeah um, then good things tend to happen that's awesome 
Uh, so middle school is a crucial development period. How does football contribute to, you think, personal growth and character development of your players? Yeah, I mean, kind of what I was saying earlier, you have to be committed. You have to be disciplined. Um, we talk a lot every day about attitude and effort, showing up with mm-hmm. a good attitude and giving good effort. And again, like I said earlier, I think you can take those two things and apply it to any role in your life, whether it be a student, a brother, a son, a mom, a dad, all of those things. Yeah. Um, so I think those are important and, and the discipline, and the commitment. Awesome. Could you discuss the training, the preparation that it takes to get your team ready for a season? So, yeah, um, people may not know, we actually start uh, in February coming in and doing morning workouts before school. Coach Goss, our strength and conditioning coach, does a wonderful job at organizing those. So we'll start in February. That'll go all the way up through April. And then in May, we do spring practice. We actually get to get on the field. Um, And that's when we actually do our tryouts and select our team. Then once we have our team formed, we're here at least three days a week during the summer. Um, And then it increases in July to four days a week, every day working hard uh, in the heat, trying to get prepared uh, for the upcoming season. So there's a lot that goes on on the front end before we even get back to school and get to put pads on and all that stuff. For sure. How do you handle competition and sportsmanship within the team and during the games with your kids? So we want to play physically and be very aggressive um, on the field because that's important mm-hmm. and it wins a lot of football games. But we want to do it the right way. So we use a phrase often that's called mean but clean. Yeah. So we want to be out there and be mean, but we want to keep it clean and we want to show good sportsmanship at the end of uh, the game when we line up. Um, and shake hands with the other team, we always preach and talk about first class in everything that we do. So we want to be known as a team that's, again, mean and physically aggressive, but also that shows good sportsmanship and plays the game the right way. Yeah, I love that. I think I'm going to adopt that when I do the dishes at home, mean but clean. I think my wife would appreciate that. So what kind of support and involvement do you encourage from the parents and just the school community? Well, it takes it takes so many people to make a successful football program. So we do highly encourage as many people to get involved, parents, um, uh, the people in the community, businesses, to get involved and support the school. And I will say at, here at Hendricks, it has been second to none. The support that I've received here from uh, from everybody, from from administration to the parents and the booster club to local businesses has been such a critical part in helping to get this thing going. And, and here we are in year three, and yeah, things are looking really good. We've got a tower built now on our field. That's We've awesome. got lines on the field. I mean, things have, have really come a long way, and it's a testament to the support that we've received. How do you approach handling like setbacks or losses and then turning them into learning experiences for your players? Well, football, you know, bad things are going to happen, and we tell our guys that during the game. You can't control everything. You control what you can. And then when the bad things happen, it's a really uh, a big part of the game in how you respond to those things during the course of the game. What you don't want to happen is one bad play to multiply and become two and three and four and et cetera, bad yeah. plays. 
we do that also with games. When bad games happen, when things happen, we have a setback. We we uh, we like to call it a twenty four hour rule. Right. So whether we've went, we've won, or we've lost, you have twenty four hours to either celebrate or to feel bad about it, and then we got to move forward. Uh, just like in the day to day life, you have a bad day, you can come home. Um, and and uh, and feel bad about it, reflect on it. But then the next day, you got to get up and go again. And go again. So we're really uh, that we use the twenty four hour rule a lot. Yeah. No, I love how I can apply this to home because twenty four hour rule kind of also applies to the dishes. I get excited about <laughs> getting them done, and twenty four hours later, they're just a big old pile again. So you talk football, I inspire people with chores and dishes. So. Looking ahead, what are your goals and aspirations for both the team and your players in the coming season? Well, we're real excited about this team. We've got a, uh, a real good group of, of guys that played for us last year that are returning. Um, we've got a, a handful of guys that were on our seventh grade basketball team last year that went to the championship. So a lot of good competitive guys. And I think our goal would be to the first two years here in this program, we wanted to set the standard of how Hendricks football wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And we want those guys to meet that standard and even raise it in this year and just be competitive in everything they do this year. We believe the scoreboard takes care of itself. So if we'll go out and work real hard and do the things that we know to do to the best of our ability, we believe we'll be successful and happy with what the scoreboard says at the yeah. end of the game. I love that. I love that. Oh my, you know what that music means? Of course you don't. (laughs) This is the first podcast, but that music means this is random question time. It's random question time. Random question time. Here's some questions that you'll likely never hear again in your life, but answering them is the only way to ensure that I will let you leave this show, so... Here we go. What's the strangest pregame ritual, superstition, or something that you've seen your players perform? Um, guys will do all kinds of things. A lot of it nowadays are paint, putting on eye black yeah. on their face, putting it on their calves. I saw them with that on the other day, which is which is crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah. So if if the other team happens to look down and check out your your legs, <laughs> your like, oh, oh, this guy's tough. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, got, he's painted yeah. up. He's yeah. ready to go. When I actually played in high school, we played a, a team Wheeler from Cobb County. They brought um, jugs full of water from the river that goes alongside there um, at the high school, and they were walking around the field splashing it on either side of oh, the nice. uh, of the line. Yeah, and uh, I think I remember telling them, "Hey, you're going to need the water to revive <laughs> yourself after we." Right, and then I think they beat us pretty yeah. soundly. Yeah. So. Uh, Good. But that, I haven't seen that since. At least they didn't sneak that into uh, your water <laughs> yeah, like when exactly. you needed some. All right, so next question. Have you ever caught yourself yelling football strategies at TV during a professional game? Um, and do the coaches on TV listen to you? Or You know, I do. I yell yeah. and scream and, and carry on. <laughs> I do try to – I find myself defending coaches most of the time because yeah. I know how it is to, to uh, be criticized for things. Right. But, yeah, I do, I do yell coaching points to the, fa- uh, to the point between me and my son where the dog will oftentimes just run upstairs during a game nice. – uh, 
And you're a, you're a dogs fan, right? I am a dogs fan, so there's been less to yell at. I right. think Kirby's doing a good job. Yeah. Uh, now he must be listening to us from my living room because the teams have been playing well. So last question, who's invited to the Hendricks Middle School football games? Who would you encourage to come? We want to encourage everyone to come out and support our football team. Like I said earlier, these guys have been working hard for so long. They deserve the support. And and just anybody who will wear the blue and the white yeah. uh, to come out and support, we, we invite everyone. Everyone is welcome, and we would really appreciate their support. And be loud, and yeah. uh, especially for the Hawks. Awesome. So I think I'm going to rent a bus and just drive around through neighborhoods in town. And so if you see me honk, just hop in, and I'll take you to the game for sure. Fantastic. So. I truly appreciate you taking the time to join us as our first ever guest of Hendricks Middle School Podcast. I want to, I'm just going to award you the a trophy commemorating this event. Thank you. Um, actually, our, our budget's actually pretty slim for that. So instead, I can offer you something as good as a trophy. It's going to be a year's supply of thumbs up. So I can promise you every time I see you in the hallway, I'll give you a thumbs up, and I can guarantee by the end of the year you'll have every line of my thumbprint memorized from those. So More valuable than yes. a trophy. Yes, uh, so I just want to say good luck this season. I really appreciate it, and it yeah. was an honor to be here. I thank Absolutely. you so much. I really Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Well, I can't tell you exactly when this first podcast will drop and be published online, but I'd love to run down the football schedule this year. So if you're listening to this podcast, say 10 years from now, um, I'd first double check that you have the current schedule before you drive out to the old football field. But um, as far as home games, some of ours are at West Forsyth High School and some are at the Hendricks Field. I'll just run down those. Of course, we have some away games. But Tuesday, August 15th, we host South at the Hendricks Field at 6 p.m. Tuesday, August 22nd, uh, we play Vickery at West Forsyth High School. Uh, Saturday, August 26th, the JV hosts South at Hendricks Middle School at 9 a.m., bright and early. I'll be camping out overnight for that one to get good seats, I'm sure. Next uh, Saturday, September 9th, the JB hosts Little Mill at Hendricks Middle School at 9 a.m. We also have a Saturday game, September 16th, the JB hosts Liberty at Hendricks at 9 a.m. Then there's another game at West Forsyth High School, Tuesday, September 19th. They play Liberty. And then finally, also Tuesday, October 10th. At West Forsyth High School, we play Little Mill, and we are home there. So, like I said, there's some away games also for those of you that want to travel on the road. Uh, Maybe one of the most important things beyond just the football games is the spirit wear and knowing what days to wear what. Because I'll tell you what, I do my best to dress up as many students know. And so it's always good to plan ahead and make sure you have what you need. You're stocked up on the gear. So on August 15th, Tuesday, August 15th is HMS Spirit Wear. So you just wear anything Hendrix related, Hendrix colors related. If you have a Hawk, you know, sweater vest, a Hawk t-shirt, a Hawk parka, 
And he'd break those all out and bring them to school and wear those. On the 22nd, Tuesday the 22nd is Hawaiian theme. I'm pretty sure I love Hawaiian rolls, but I'm thinking they're talking Hawaiian clothing. Then uh, Tuesday, uh, August 29th is camo. So we'll all be dressing in the hallway with camo and not be able to see each other. We'll be blending in with the lockers, I'm sure. Uh, Next on Tuesday, September 5th is hippie slash 70s. So I'm going to have to work on growing out my afro and just getting those bell bottoms. So hippie gear on September 12th, right after September 11th, we have red, white, and blue. The 19th of September, neon slash rave. So I'll have to get invest in maybe some more neon clothes. I do like glowing in the dark. I need some glow in the dark shirts, some hyper color shirts. Um, and then Tuesday, October 10th is pink out. Not pink eye, pink out. So anything pink. Um, so make sure you plan around those. Definitely show up. I know a lot of the staff dresses up. Not always do the students, so I challenge you, if you are a student, to dress up more of those dress-up days than me. If you do, I will give you a shiny new pencil. Well, we made it. That's a wrap on the first ever Hendrix Middle School podcast. Can you believe it? I was right. I laughed. I cried a little bit when no one was looking, and honestly, I had a blast. I hope you guys did too. Thank you so much to everybody that checked it out, even if it was for 10 seconds. And thank you so much to the two people still listening right now. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Dad. You guys are awesome. And to the rest of you, until next time, go Hawks! Hendrix Battle Cry, ready? Split that D, dot that I, dip that C-T-O-R-Y. D-I-C-T-O-R-Y, that's the hit.